Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. All day long. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski. The dingarona. The ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Your number one hit music station. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go! What's going on in Atlanta? Live from Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 brings back the hottest hip-hop radio show live from KLP Entertainment and KLP Studios. Go! It's KLP Aftermath. Morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas and Rocco Styles. You know what it is? Put your hands up. Tune in now on any audio platform. And we're live. Y'all, we ready for another KLP Aftermath podcast. We sounding good here in the studio and KLP. I, th- I think we ready for for another podcast here today. Oh, I hear you too. I hear you loud and clear. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. New Hopefully y'all ready for another exciting podcast here today. But before we get down to the nitty and gritty, y'all know how we like to do it for sure. And I'm really, really excited for this one because, you know, we got we 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 got something for you right real quick. This beat is dope. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This beat is dope. Welcome, 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 welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, now we signing right. Now we signing right. Welcome, welcome. Let's just live in a moment. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, buddy. We back. Hey, trying to control it. Living in the moment. Hey. Moments that we got. You want this beat, right? 
Shout out to all of the podcasters out there. Shout out to my Atlanta people. We back into the studio. KLB studio, that is. Let's bring y'all such an exciting living in a moment. Gotta get you, gotta get you, uh-huh. 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 Come on. Come on. Hey. Come on, we're gonna get started in a minute, y'all. We just in the groove of things. Great morning, great morning. Closes, another one open. Ladies and gentlemen, that new KLP, new KLP up in the building for sure, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath Podcast. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. We've got T up in the studio, and we've got my man, my co-host, boy of the show, Rocco Styles is here in the building. We got Simone Teagues is in the back building. Montigues is back with her new segment here for the podcast as well. Uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm again your gracious, humbled, highly favored podcast host, KLP Kennedy Lucas here. Welcome back to the podcast, the radio show, if you will. It's a glorious morning. It's January 23rd, Tuesday. Hopefully, you guys are staying cool inside if you work inside. And, you know, shout out to all my delivery drivers, all my FedEx drivers, all my Amazon drivers. Uh, because it's cold. It's very, very cold outside. So God bless your heart. If you're working, if you have to work outside and you're doing some work outside, bless your heart because it is freezing outside. So hopefully you guys, and I always, this is not a sponsor whatsoever to our fan base out there, but I always got to say, Rocco, uh, please guys stay warm, stay safe, drink emergency if you can, because you know, you don't want to get sick from this cold. This cold is one of those things that it does look it does happen and it's one of those things that it's not it's not the greatest when it comes down to people being sick you know but it's when you work outside and you're doing a lot of outside activities 
yes, you can get a little uh, sick and get a little feverish. Um, yeah. Now, of course, we've got segments for our show here today, and I had to break some things down when it comes down to this podcast because there's some things I wanted to get off my chest, and of course, I talked to Rocco and Simone and Mike. Uh, those are my my co-hosts for the show. Mike is in the building as well. <laughs> He's going to talk more about sports news later on into the podcast as I hit the mic. Um, yeah, so I'm back with podcasting. Um, and, you know, typically I don't like to get so serious on the shows because I like to get on with the topics of conversation. But, you know, um, yeah, I need I feel like this is the platform where I'm able to kind of disclose, you know, some things, some things that's going on in my lifetime, because I do like to be transparent to our fan base because people do genuinely do care and they do listen. Um, but, yeah, I'm back into the podcasting and I know it's been last week was kind of slim when it came down to podcasting i didn't give you guys enough podcasting that i thought i was going to be able to um last week and i always say to a lot of people that uh mental health is one of those things that's just so important you know mental health is real mental health is serious and sometimes you just want to break from it all sometimes you just want to take a pause and, and decompress some things and to reevaluate some things and i'm not gonna lie here on our show last week i had a terrible week uh it was a very very hard week of just things that are going on in my life whether it's professional i don't want to say family because you know i didn't have any family troublings last week it was fantastic last week when it comes down to family but when it comes down to business um yeah i've had a rough week a rough rough week um we find out you know midweek that you know our latest film city never sleeps uh go check that out over at reveal.net uh, by the way uh reveal tv that's the name of the uh the company that's uh having our, our, our streaming our movie right now city never sleeps you can go on to the website version of it or you can download the app via your app store whether it's google play or your app your apple app store download the app sign up for an account it's free you know you don't pay nothing to sign up for a free account you get to watch all sorts of movies but particularly our movie city never sleeps is streaming on that platform as well um yeah so if you didn't see my post from yesterday uh we did do kind of a a promo for the movie so for those of you who have seen the movie thank you so very much i'm always appreciative for people who have seen the movie um one thing i learned about the distribution and the streaming business because we are in the distribution and streaming business when it comes to not only our podcasting but our uh, movies as well uh with one network pulls you down and you know it's it's no merit towards a network you know networks they have the free range to take things down or they can revoke the license or they change their mind you know these things do happen in the streaming industry and i this is not the first movie that it could have been on a big network but you know the network changed their mind they went another direction and they're not they're not pushing forward to our content you know this is not the first time that this happened to me this happened to me many many movie, movies ago um but i get very upset about this one because you know city never sleeps and i did it in my post yesterday rocco that i appreciate everybody who who worked on this movie you know this was the first movie this is our first movie of 2024 by the way so we're very excited for that 
Um, this was the movie that, you know, we've had a lot of cast members, a lot of artists, a lot of writers, uh, a lot of voice actors who came to be a part of this project because they believed in our films and they believe in what we're trying to do and they're trying to get into the industry. And the upsetting thing with that is, is promising my team for something and then that something doesn't happen. And now I have to recant and I have to go back on my decision, you know, or I have to tell them, well, I know I said I promised you this, but, you know, the network changed and now it's going to be this instead. So it's just very, very upsetting when it comes down to uh, trying to get the content out there to the right channels and you know some channels they by their free will you know it's their network so I can't I mean I'm not upset about it well I am a little upset but I'm not gonna sit around and cry about it because it is their network I don't own their network so I get it you know it's business so um, but I was very very upset about that and that's been very very heavy on my mind and I've had a other other professional um, things that was going on that we're missing the mark on so which i won't dabble so much in that into to this show um but yeah it's been a lot of just things not going my way um and i'm learning to accept that everything's not going to go my way i'm learning to accept that you know i can only control what i can control within my business uh with any business venture that i've had currently you know there's certain things that is just out of my control and there's nothing i can do uh, to try to fix it when it's out of my control. Um, so I ended up going to, you know, this weekend going back to the gym and then I started meditating. My brother started doing yoga, which I'm probably going to get on this yoga train because I've been very, very stressed. Uh, stress is one of those things that it, it happens for me. And to be transparent to a lot of people, if you don't know this by now, you should. You know, I have extreme anxiety and very, very horrible PTSD which I'm coping with it. I'm training to, to get less of it, but it does happen. And when it does happen, it just really degrades my focus. And I really hate it when it does that because now I'm not motivated to come to the show. And now I'm having the other podcasters go forward with Spectrum Podcast without, you know, the KLP Aftermath or the KLP After Party. You know, that's like the stable of, of our network. So uh, I apologize to my fan base with that. And it, it does happen with me and one of the things that i just don't want it to but it does so yeah that's why i've been with that and after the long hard week you know moving into this first segment actually because i'm going to talk about it this segment and of course rocco he's here too he's going to talk about because he, he told me he played and i played it too but prince of persia the last crown he's going to do his his take on that but i am learning towards the end of every every week every long work week that i've had I'm always remembering that I've got family members that love me. I have friends that love me, right? So I hit up my friend. Um, well, this was last weekend when I hit up my friend, but my friend Muncie, we had a good conversation, which was amazing. Um, and then I talked with my mom for a good bit. You know, my mom is like my rock. So, you know, it's always good to uh, talk to her about it. Shout out to you, mom. <laughs> Um, so it's always good that I, I've got that support and, you know, I've got my brothers. So we ended up going to here in Atlanta. Uh, if you guys don't know it by now, yes, I'm a WWE fan. You know, I, that's my childhood. I grew up watching it. I still watch it to this day. Can't wait for the Royal Rumble next weekend. But SmackDown came to town. So uh, SmackDown was at State Farm Arena. 
and it was cool because we had got some really really awesome seats guys i tell you these seats were just so amazing they were floor seats so those are always cool ringside and it was a cool moment because we saw a lot of uh superstars right so my two brothers ended up going to a books or no a, not a bookstore but it was a a venue where it was, i think it was it was cricket cricket wireless the company that's huge sponsor for or a partnership with wwe and my brothers went to go see bianca belair so it just really i and i had to i was in the office so i couldn't uh, escape the office to go to that with them because uh they got pictures they met her real brief like because she's on a time crunch right so that was really really cool to see um so i ended up going to uh, we all went to state farms got floor seats to go watch smackdown live and it was cool it was a cool experience because we saw our favorite superstars and i got a fist pump with carlito you know so that's always cool uh so my brother got a picture with one of the lwo uh, team members and of course my other brother saw la knight walking out of his locker room going to his car looking around trying to escape the crowd you know so it was a cool cool moment uh for to say the least it was very very cool it was a great night and things like that i'm just always got to remember to myself that you know i do have family that love me that 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 cares and that's a good way for an escape and then i escaped the office for the weekend i wasn't thinking about work and one of the things and i and i say this with kop entertainment and it is true to all of my kop entertainment associates quiet quitting is a thing now i'm not saying don't quit on me but quiet quitting is a thing where typically with kop entertainment stuff we do it you know monday through friday and we shut it down saturday and sunday and then sometimes if it's a monday if it's holiday yes we're shutting it down right so i'm learning to quiet quit on myself whereas you know during the week i'm doing the podcast or i'm doing a gsu work or i'm doing espn or doing schoolwork. that's my week and then the weekend is for me to not worry about work the weekend should be for me to play video games and go to the gym and go out to eat one weekend you know really enjoying my weekend and doing meditation and that's one of the things that i need to learn to do and you know i haven't been doing that for a while and after this weekend i know that i need to start doing that you of course went to wwe smackdown on friday uh and then going to the gym three times in a row honestly except for sunday sunday I had to go get my eye exam so that was kind of a personal errand but of course yes i'm getting some new glasses can't wait because i went to the doctor and they said <laughs> they said Kennedy, you uh, you're like so, Mr. Patterson, you got really bad stigmatism in your eyes. I'm like, yeah, I know, my eyes are, yeah, <laughs> because I've been wearing glasses for years now, and it's been a minute since I was able to get me some new glasses, and it was just, it was long overdue for some new pairs of glasses. But I was telling the doctor, like, yeah, I've got really bad stigmatism. I really do because it kind of runs in the family. You know, my parents wear glasses, uh, my sisters wear glasses, but I think they're on contacts now. Um, the only person that doesn't wear glasses is my big brother. He doesn't. He has the perfect 2020 vision. I do not. Without my glasses, I can't see a gosh darn thing. So it's just one of those things that I had to do. Um, so it was cool. It was very, very cool to get some new glasses. And then Monday, um, doing some virtual work. And then now, uh, you know, just relaxing. And now it's Tuesday. And now we're back, back to the week. So uh, that's where I've been. I know it is, this is a long spiel to the intro to the podcast, but yeah, that's where I've been, um, and I apologize for that, but Rocco, 
man, I know I meant to ask you how you doing. That's that's my bad. How you doing, Rocco? I'm good, Kennedy. It's so good to be back in the podcast. Uh, me and you talked over the phone over the weekend, and you explained to me about how we haven't been doing this show because you just needed some time to reevaluate some things. So with that, I completely understand. I really, really understand the you know the the, the scope and scale of it. You know, we do we do look out for each other and we make sure that we're all good. So it's good you know i i completely 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 understand but i am glad to be back in the studio this is the klp aftermath i'm good sierra's good the family's good we're all cold though you know driving through atlanta we were pretty cold saw your photos of you going to smackdown it looks like you had a rocking good time fortunately i missed out on that uh because me and sierra we had to do some uh some some family things if you will so it's good to be back here on the studio so I wanted to talk about this game that came out and it's called Prince of Persia, The Last Crown. Now, a lot of people had their their thoughts about the game. A lot of people had their uh, different opinions when it came down to this game coming out. I thought this game was fantastic. Now, over the weekend, uh, me and you both, Kennedy, we bought the game and we played it in our prospective homes and you know we wanted to talk about it here on the podcast for sure this game has received a 92 percent of like games from google users now from ign down to different other scopes of it ign rates this game in eight out of ten from ign and typically when we go and buy our games are we're looking at a game to review and of course kennedy you mentioned that we are writing this article about press persia on our blog site by the way folks go check out the vox times by kill the entertainment i will be making my debut on their this uh, page as well when me and you both will be writing uh, more about this game on there later on today so please stay tuned for that now Prince of Persia, The Last Crown is an action-adventure game developed and published by Ubisoft or Ubisoft, however you pronounce it now. Part of the Prince of Persia series, this game was released for Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Now, this came out a couple days ago and the critics are in. Let me just tell you guys our first impressions about this game. I freaking love this game. I think I like this game because it has the elements of Metroid, the Metroid games. Is it primarily Metroid Dread because that's, a, that's the latest one that we played. But it uses those elements in the form of the Prince of Persia game and it's not as hard. Now if you think about uh, Metroid Dread, you know, you have the Emmy and the Emmy is instant kill gets me every time but you don't see the hardship in this game you can of course adjust this game to beginner if you need it if it gets a little bit too difficult for you I do think uh, Ubisoft made something very special when it came down to this particular game I like it I really really like the scope of it I like everything about it because I like the story I like the origin of it I do like how the characters are more interactive. We were playing through the cutscene 
of this game. And Mike, you know, you're you're going through the cutscene. Uh, people are popping in and out for you as well. You know, your 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 allies pop in when you when they need it, and then they pop off the screen. So I thought that was always a unique a unique take for the origin story of this. Uh, of course, me and you both, Kennedy, we we picked up this game for PlayStation Five. I'm always going to recommend a game of this caliber if you're wanting the 60 frames per second and the high quality. Go for it to be on PlayStation, right? That's just my vote. That's just how I see it. I really like it. The combat is not so difficult. I think the one thing that tripped me and you both up, Kennedy, is the parry system. I think the parry system should be a little bit more tighter than, than what I would see. But it's not that. It's not half bad, right? If you learn the, the parry system, it's like muscle memory, right? When you have that muscle memory inside of you, when it comes down to the parry, it gets a little bit better. But I struggled with that. I really struggled so heavily when it came down to the parry system. It just got me every time. I died quite a few fight, quite a few mid while I, I've died so many times. Um, so we do have a review from another user and a shout out to uh, Ruben. Galindo, if I pronounce their name right, he gives a, a four or five stars. He says, or they said, I honestly came into this title uh, without high expectations. I played all the Assassin's Creed side scrollers and was overwhelmed by each other. But this, this game is something completely different. You can tell right off the bat when you start, uh, start that love and care of the property was put into this and it's not just a simple cash grab because it's not based on the namesake alone because Prince of Persia you know that's the high title the cup bat was fast and fluid with the Prince acrobatic moves very much in effect just in the 2d playing field you don't start super uh, excuse me you don't start super weak and show to, and, and slow sorry to have to work your way up you start decent with some knowledge and experience under your belt uh, and through this huge open world of course you can discover many secrets trinkets and add-on power-ups and so forth uh yes i've seen it right i've seen it to where this game why you 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 you're kind of going you're following the story but you're kind of going treasure hunting a little bit you're finding power-ups throughout the map because it's huge it's a huge map i think this is fantastic i think they really did something really really well with this i do recommend this to a lot of fan base i do recommend people picking this up if you have the extra cash to spare they do retail this game at 50 dollars right now uh maybe it'll go down in price in the next coming of months but i think it's worth it i really do think it's worth it and i played it and i enjoyed it very very much it was very very fun that's always good to hear for sure um yeah, my, my, my votes are, are exactly with yours, Rocco. I, I do think that this um, this game is really, really good. It's worth it. I think so. Um, I played it again, like, like Rocco mentioned, guys. I played it over the weekend, too. And, boy, did I have a great time because it was a great stress reliever. But, yeah, it's fluid. I, I also agree. You know, the parry system for me is something that I just couldn't master at first. It got me. It, it killed that parry system kills me a lot because when you don't parry right and they hit you, they especially when it's the big bosses, 
they will hit you right they will they will hit you and you know it takes so much damage if you get hit by a bigger boss than you and even if you haven't leveled up right so one of those things it does happen but it's it's interesting it's very very interesting uh to say the least so like i say i agree and i agree with uh with rocco this game is is well worth it try it out ign gave it an eight so that's pretty pretty good you know i always look in, and i think a lot of people know this about us but i always look at the reviews too if your reviews are not hidden then there's gonna be a pass for me right suicide squad killer justice league got a five out of ten from ign i most likely won't be buying this game right because it's just i don't want to buy a shitty game right but shout out to ubisoft shout out to uh prince of Persia. very very good game very very good game so next on the agenda i was gonna take the lead in talking about this latest movie that i also saw over the weekend surprisingly i was able to have time to see this movie over the weekend because this movie is a whopping three hours and 26 minutes this movie is long as hell killers of the flower moon so this was a martin scorsese latest film from back in 2023 a couple months back leonardo dicaprio stars in this character called ernest burkham so this movie and I huff and puff into the mic. This movie, I don't want to say it didn't flop. I, I'm not going to say it didn't flop because I'm a huge Martin Scorsese guy, right? I, I really implement heavy when it comes down to his movies. But I don't know if I was feeling this one. Maybe because it was just very long but this movie is long three hours and 26 minute movie it's long and luckily this came to apple tv and yes i do have apple tv so i was able to catch it and lily gladstone won i want to say it's a golden globes for this movie either that or an emmy i think it was an emmy she won so it's very very good to see winners of this movie but I don't know. I just don't know. Now, here's the synopsis of the movie, y'all. Real love crosses path with the unspoken, unspoken, uh, spokable portrayal as Molly Burkham. Uh, that's the character that really uh, Gladstone played. A member of the Asaki Nation tries to save her community from spree of murderers fueled by oil and greed. So the concept is there. Get this, y'all. The budget was $200 million, and the box office, they had $156 million. So, I got to say that they lost money, right? Because if you put in $200 million and you only get $150 back, you haven't even break, broke even, right? So, that's kind of the upsetting thing about it when you invest a lot of money into a film project, and then you don't, if you don't even at least break even, you, you lose money, money right? I don't think this one hit. I just I just don't think that this one hit other than his other other the other Martin Scorsese movies. I think it was just long for me because it was just very long and it's like you when movies are extremely long, like and I gotta say this one's extremely long. You tend to lose interest, right? You kinda you watch it for a good hour and a half and maybe two hours, you're probably about to hit that three hour mark. And then you start doing something else, right? I find myself 
watching this movie and then I realized I was on Instagram or TikTok scrolling through. Right? And it's not to say that this is a shitty movie because it is not. The story concept is there. I just think at least this movie could have been and Apple was behind this one so they could have made this a mini series if they would have made this a mini series then maybe this would have this would have been the highlight for me right because I was so excited when this movie came out of course I was waiting until it came because if Apple did of course they're gonna put it on Apple TV so I was gonna wait until it came to streaming services but to see this movie to be this long I just don't I just really wasn't feeling it, right? I just want I didn't feel how long it was. I felt like the acting was amazing, but this just kind of, I felt like the story was a bit dry. And maybe I'm just being a harsh critic because I'm, like I said, I'm a huge Scorsese fan. I would prefer Wolf of Wall Street over this movie, right? Because there's excitement there. I would prefer, and obviously, of course, I would prefer an older Scorsese movie uh, such as, uh, as we get the list here, Taxi Driver I've seen, uh, The Irishman I thought was a little bit more than The Killers of Flower Moon, because I actually watched The Flower, the Irishman, and it was really good, Shutter Island, that's a classic, of course, The Departed, also a classic, so Martin Scorsese does have the classics, really has the amazing classics, but I'm just... I don't know. I just feel like this movie was a, a, a tad bit too long. Even he did Maestro, right? Or he's a producer within Maestro, and I enjoyed I enjoyed Maestro. I really enjoyed that one as much. I would prefer that one over this movie, Killer of the Flower Moon. Um, I just think it's just kind of kind of just long. It's long, and the story, and of course Goodfellas. I'm going to put Goodfellas over this um, movie at all times, right? Because Goodfellas is one of those movies. I just wasn't feeling this one. I, I, I really wanted to get into this one. I really wanted to like this one. But will I go back and watch this movie again? Probably not. Because, you. first of all, you just got to have patience. Because it's just long. It's just very, very long. But I do want to salute Martin Scorsese for just continue to give us movies. Because he's he's, he's one of the... He's like one of the Mount, Rush, uh, Mount Rushmore... Uh, you know that acronym, Mount, the Mount Rushmore of directing. I, I got to put him there because he just, he made some good ones. And a lot of his movies, he worked with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, The Departed, uh, now The Killers of, of the Flower Moons. And they just got something there. He probably like his next movie. Yeah, let's put Leo on this one too. <laughs> uh, but like I say, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I really wanted to get into this one. I just I couldn't. I just could not get into this one. Um, it's just I, you know, I just I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I, like I say, I think the the acting was phenomenal, but the story was a little bit too dry for me, and the movie is a little bit too long, right? To where I'm losing attention. So that's just my take you know take it how you will i know a lot of people will probably gonna say in the comments this movie is amazing right i just couldn't find it that amazing in my opinion so sorry so moving on we've got simone teagues simone teagues with the latest in hip-hop go ahead take it away simone for the entire month of january cat williams has been at the pulse of the culture due to his viral interview with shannon sharp on the club shay shay podcast now, Cat's controversial words had everyone talking and sharing their thoughts, further extending the dialogue. We thought the conversation was done, but the one person we haven't heard from has now spoken up, 
after being secretly recorded during a comedy set last week. Dave Chappelle. On Monday night, while sharing the stage with D. Ray Davis, Dion Cole, Chappelle will give his opinion on Cat Williams. Now, typically Chappelle doesn't allow phones during his own comedy shows, but this seemed to be a special appearance at D. Ray Davis's weekly comedy show, which is why the material may have leaked. In a capture video that will leak Friday night, Chappelle would express his disappointment in Cat, going after mostly black comedians in his interview that included the kings of comedies, Steve Harvey and Setters the Entertainer, and not any white ones. In addition to that, Chappelle would disagree with D-Ray's opinion on Cat's interview being good for comedy. D-Ray's offense was that Cat was able to call out a lot of people and he made the genre competitive again. Chappelle disagreed because he dropped his stand-up special around the same time and according to him, it performed fine. Now, in a separate video uploaded, Chappelle is also heard acknowledging that Cat is a hurt person, saying that hurt people hurt people. Chappelle would also criticize Cat for always calling all the comedians and entertainers, but acting like he's never done anything wrong. In response to Chappelle's leaked comments, fans online would begin to bring up instances in which Dave himself would call out shows like Key and Peele for stealing his show and making it their own, comparing it to Cat calling out Cedric the Entertainer for stealing his joke. A clip from one of Chappelle's speeches, Unforgiven, would also make its rounds on the internet. The clip shows Chappelle telling the story of an adult comedian who took one of his jokes when Chappelle was just 15. In the clip, Chappelle would even name the comedian who stole his joke. One social media user would write, I like Dave, top three comedian for me, but he is wrong. He'd feel the same way if niggas was eating off of his stolen material. He can't even handle phones at his venues. Another would agree with D-Ray Davis when he said Cat dropped a mixtape and Dave dropped an album. Referring to the interview and Santa special both comedians release, D-Ray nailed it. Album vs. Mixtape Dave Chappelle is pissed that Cat Williams' interview dropped on the same day as his Netflix special. He claims to not see the value in what Cat Williams did. The man literally said, where is the money in that? Dave Bitter It appears that Cat Williams' interview has once again proven to be one of the most talked about moments in comedy in recent years. As the interview has now reached over 50 million views, it was even spoofed on SNL over the weekend. So what do you guys think? Do you agree with Dave Chappelle's thoughts on Cat Williams? And do you feel that Dave might be a little upset that Cat would drop this interview at the same time of his Netflix special? Let's talk about it more in the comments below. Man, I tell yo, look, Shannon Sharp has something special with that Cat Williams interview. Because if you think about it to all of our fan base, obviously we're talking about it here in our, our show, but a lot of other podcasters have been talking about the Shannon Sharp Cat Williams interview, and I think uh, Mike D and, and and others talked about it on our latest show. This is a plug, y'all. Our latest show, The Spectrum Podcast by KOP Entertainment. Go watch it. Go listen to it, by the way, guys. But they even talk more about it. So very, very exciting uh, stuff. I think a lot of comedians maybe it's true that they're using the interview for material on their shows. You know, it's all the marketing play. It's all business if y'all think about it. So, but as we shift gears here in the KOP aftermath, of course, we've got Mike Daniels, Mike D to give us the latest in sports news. What's going on, Mike? I will tell you what's going on in the latest sports news. Buffalo Bills fans don't deserve this pain. It's the long walk out of the stadium that gets you. You've watched your beloved team beaten on its own field, and all you can hear is silence and the shuffle of feet. Surrounded by fellow fans, 
some wearing jerseys, others face paint, still others full body costumes. You're united in grief with the hollow yawning awareness that it's over. It's really over, just starting to take hold. Buffalo Bills fans have had many of these walks, so many, too many the most recent coming Sunday night at the hands of yet again the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes stomped on Bills fans' hearts once again, marking the third time in the past four years that Mahomes has walked off the field in triumph. No franchise's fans deserve the kind of relentless skull dragging the Bills have endured over the team's history. It's not fair. It's not right. But it's football. Hell, Bills fans have suffered so much pain that the football gods are rebooting old plot lines now. With a chance to tie the game Sunday, a Buffalo field goal attempt drifted awry. As CBS's Jim Nance perfectly, painfully captured it in the moment. Yes, Nance was referencing the origin story of Buffalo Payne, the would-be Super Bowl-winning field goal miss by Scott Norwood way back in 1991. Buffalo would get to three more Super Bowls after that four in a row, still a record but would never again get that close to victory. Now, after a couple of decades of wandering in Belichick-enforced wilderness, the Bills have returned to the postseason only to find Mahomes ready to fire footballs directly at their skulls every January. Yes, Nance was referencing the origin story of Buffalo Pain, the would-be Super Bowl-winning field goal miss by Scott Norwood way back in 1991. Buffalo would get to three more Super Bowls after that four in a row, still a record but would never again get that close to victory. Now, after a couple of decades of wandering in Belichick-enforced wilderness, the Bills have returned to the postseason, only to find Mahomes ready to fire footballs directly at their skulls every January. Look, put aside the fact that even if the Bills had made the field goal, it likely would have only delayed the inevitable. The game would have been tied, and Mahomes would have had one, 43 to get into field goal range. We all know exactly how that would have ended. The Bills had their chances to win and flat out missed them, yes. But at this point, lecturing them for that feels a little like telling someone who has just climbed out of a wrecked car that their vehicle's pretty dirty and could use a wash. The larger looming tragedy of all this is that the 12-lane highway of opportunity that once lay wide open before Buffalo has pinched down to, at best a narrow alley, and, at worst, a keyhole. Josh Allen's cap hit, for instance, was $10.2 million in 2021, $16.3 million in 2022, and $18.6 million in 2023. Next year, it leaps to $47 million, and it doesn't drop below $41 million for the remaining five years on his contract. That means Buffalo is hereafter spending an additional $30 million to keep the same quarterback a hell of a quarterback. True, but still the exact same dude in uniform. Through it all, Bills fans will persevere. You know the Bills Mafia by its most cinematically extreme members. 
The loons who leap through tables or light themselves on fire, often both at once. You've seen Pinto Ron, the gleeful weirdo who gets doused in ketchup and mustard before every game, and you saw Jason Kelsey doing bowling ball shots out among the masses. Bills fans showed up to their stadium to shovel snow on a howling buffalo night. Ever since someone fell into the pit where their future stadium will stand and the Bills promptly ripped off a long winning streak, fans have been hurling themselves into the pit, willing human sacrifices to appease those capricious football gods. Right below the level of those maniacs stand the great mass of Buffalo fans, a loyal and beaten crew who have endured pain unlike any other franchise in American sports. Nobody. Not the Jets, not the Cubs, not the Browns, not the Clippers has endured this peculiar cycle of excellence leading to hope, then hope crushed to fragments by remorseless fate. Even the Lions, so long the NFL's doormat, are enjoying their long-deserved success this postseason. For Buffalo, the days of celebration are always somewhere in the future. A few years back, ESPN produced Four Falls of Buffalo, an outstanding documentary on the early 90s bills that ended with one painfully discordant note, a dramatization of Norwood's field goal, traveling true rather than flying astray. Set to the tune of Elvis's If I Can Dream, it was a wonderful bit of wish fulfillment, and for Buffalo fans, it must have hurt like hell. It's the hope that kills you, and the what-if that twists the knife. When you love a team that brings you to tears on national television, you hope that somewhere at the end of all this, there's a point to all the pain, a reward for all the suffering. Bills fans will have to keep walking. Salvation is at least one more year away. Yeah, I saw the, the game, the, the Bills game. Uh, yeah, a lot of fans were upset. Uh, I think a lot of... Look, a lot of these fans, they they take because I take football to heart too. I, I watch football, I enjoy football myself. But these football fans, yeah, they take that they take that by heart. So when you lose, even even for a playoff game, if you lose a playoff game, that's you know that's, that's a big no no. So uh, they came this far, but now we got to see who's going to win the next playoff uh, match and see who's who and see who's going to be at the Super Bowl. Because uh, it's huge when you go to the Super Bowl. So just one of those things. It, it does happen. It does get out there. And, yeah, it's a great time for football fans. A lot of people are pissed. A lot of people – and even, you know, a lot of New York fans are, are, are pissed because, you know, they – first of all, some fans had to go out there and shovel snow, right? We saw social media. They shoveling snow out the seats, and, you know, fans came out to help. I think it's, it's funny that a lot of the, you know, the players and the management, the, the field, stadium management is like, hey, we need fans to come out and help us shovel this snow. But ain't that your job? So y'all asking fans to come out and shovel snow for free? <laughs> but dedicated fans did came out you know we saw uh you know both kelsey's of goodbye by gosh by gosh with football playoffs as we, we definitely saw taylor swift some way somehow you know hey we gotta adore another week with it so we'll see what happens there but um you know she's going to that next playoff game before the super bowl to see if chiefs qualify for a super bowl you know that's all gonna be coverage taylor swift so uh, they ain't going away. 
it's not going anywhere so it's just one of those things that does happen for sure but yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see what's going on with the with the with with the super bowl for sure so yeah that's you know that's gonna wrap up my podcast here today new klp yeah that new klp radio tag y'all ready for this one before we close out uh like i said i do want to say thank you guys for uh staying tuned for the podcast rocco mike simone it's always a pleasure to have y'all a part of the t I can't forget about you, T. I ain't gonna never forget about you, T. You were the day ones. Shout out to you, T. Let's get this going. Shout out to CeeLo Green. Hey, come on now. This beat is dope. Hey, hey, hey. Come on now. Ooh, you want this beat, right? Hey, yes we do. Come on, I'm gonna sing to y'all real quick. I'm living for the weekend. No, I can't more. Thank y'all for staying tuned for the podcast. Come on now, looking for some action, and it's out there somewhere. Rocco, Mike. Moan and tea has been a pleasure. Y'all stay tuned for tomorrow. Tomorrow, KLP after party podcast. We're going to be doing live stream tomorrow night, Wednesday. So, stay, well, Tuesday, well, tonight, technically. Stay tuned for tonight for the live stream. Hey. It's all right. It's all right. Ladies and gentlemen, come on now. Thank y'all for staying tuned, man. Thank y'all for staying tuned for the podcast. But there's something about Saturday night. You can't say what you want to, because you know that your best mind. I'm alive this evening. Hey, I feel like I'm about to karaoke in the studio. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll see y'all tonight for the live stream. Stay tuned for that as well. And we out. KLP Aftermath. It's been a pleasure, y'all. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, by the way, if you're watching it on any audio platforms, iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible. We thank y'all for that. And if you tune in for YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe to the channel over at KLP Entertainment and on Facebook Watch, by the way. So, it's been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. We're going to groove on out to this one, y'all. It's been good. Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6.
brings back the hottest hip-hop radio show live from KLP Entertainment and KLP Studios. It's KLP Aftermath. Morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas and Rocco Styles. You know what it is, put your hands up. Tune in now on any audio platform. Go.